0: We go together like Peas and Carrots The Peas and Carrots Podcast Sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch Brian and Kayla Sanders Opa! Opa!
1: Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast
0: I'm Brian And I'm Kayla And what's up in the world? Why are we saying Opa? You'll see. Okay, okay. Because later in the podcast we're uh-huh.
1: talking
0: about something. Okay. What's up in the worlds of peas and carrots?
1: Oh, my word. Oh. I guess
0: just 30 minutes ago I gave you some news.
1: hmm So for those who are keeping score, renovation That's phase good. 912, we are two weeks since any work has been done on our outdoor decks. Thank you, Hurricanes. Thank you. Life. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, we've
0: learned that the crews have had to isolate from each other because of COVID. We've learned that we're waiting on a town inspector to come in and appro- in a, approve some anchor holes that have been dug for the anchor post. And we're waiting on the government to get, to approve that. And... Yeah. So, here we are, but all the supplies and materials are sitting in the backyard.
1: Our backyard looks um, quite interesting. Yeah. So construction zone, disaster.
0: What's that teaching us?
1: That we have absolutely zero control over other people's timelines, over COVID, over the weather. And truth is, that plays out in so many areas of our life. We Mm. just, yeah, I don't like this. I like
0: control. There, I said it. And it's a really, it's, it's just an illusion of control.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: Because we get in these patterns. Yes. And we think that's control, and it's really not. It's not. We live under the providence of God where he's in control. I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, just think about it. I mean, he sets the sunrise and the sunset. We don't control that. He sets the seasons. We don't control that. Mm. Although Tara, who you work with, would like to be fall all All the time, time. all the time. Mm. I mean, if she could control it, (laughs) there'd be dark leaves and you know hot cocoa and pumpkin spice and And skeletons. No, it's crazy. Stop. No, it's crazy. But it's and you and you keep going through all this stuff. We we can't control. There's just we can't control things, but we live in this illusion that we do yeah and so this has kind of pushed us to realize okay God what'll be will be
1: yeah hold loosely yeah and I'm really learning to accept ways that I have thought I had control and be okay with the fact that I don't it's it can bring a lot of peace when you come to the conclusion that you need to let go so I'm doing that in a lot of ways
0: Also, you've been cleaning out a whole lot. We
1: have. Good grief.
0: No. No we. (laughs) (laughs) You clean it out. I take it to the dump or to Goodwill. Yeah. This past week, I had to go to New River Resource Authority. Yeah. And got rid of six boxes of hazardous household stuff, paint and insecticide
1: well okay that that sounds worse than it is but we had a huge barrel of stain left over from a previous deck construction situation we had a plethora of flea and tick stuff for sprocket yard treatments and things like that that we're not going to need that so yeah just old like wasp spray and all kind of stuff so yeah you graciously hauled that off and We've gone through our library, and he's not twitching as bad as I thought he would, y'all, but we got rid of a lot of books, and we've gone through clothes that we've either embarrassingly never worn, or we don't like them anymore, and a lot of you are doing this. I'm hearing from other people that this season of COVID has caused you to look inward, and you're going through things, and It's hard in the moment, but I will tell you, I love our home. Our home is, yeah, it's less chaotic. It's making me me twitch. Is it? Oh, see, now I feel a little bit bad. Not
0: that. It's that we don't have, we've gotten rid of furniture and prep for the floors to get done. And so, like, in our den, there's just our two recliners. There's no sofa, no love seat. And I'm twitching. It's like this room is off i think you called it a
1: frat house (laughs) yeah
0: i haven't bought a bean bag yet no and that's not happening so but it was just it's it's just strange to me um so for her she likes to purge i don't think i'm a hoarder
1: oh my gosh okay
0: except of books yes Okay. I will collect i call myself a collector not a hoarder
1: mm-hmm. now
0: clothes I could really care less I'm wear, a
1: girl I love clothes I wear
0: the same five shirts every you week. do it's true okay yeah or the same pants over and over again I don't care if it as long as it covers me and people aren't screaming when they see me I'm doing Stop. pretty good okay but I've wanted to be a collector of certain things but I live under this I think I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I live under this reality that Brian will not be here forever. So is that thing I'm going to collect really have any eternal value? Yeah. Like I'd like to collect Abraham Lincoln stuff. Like I'd like to spend money on getting his uh, his signature or something like that. But is that really of value for me if I'm only going to be here another 20, 25 years? Mm. Yeah. So... That's just me, though. And I'm not saying that if you collect stuff, that's wrong.
1: No, not at all, because we do have collections of things. I I think for me, I am finding that I won't go as far as to say I'm a minimalist because I'm not. Because girl loves clothes and she loves shoes. And I love books, too. What I've realized is I do like things to have a home. And I like for...
0: Everything has to be in its place. I don't
1: like stacks and piles and just clutter is what I refer to it as. But you know what? Each to his own, so I am not criticizing anyone else's space. You live what works for you.
0: I want that back deck done. We've got got deck furniture in the garage waiting to go upstairs on the back deck. And it's beautiful weather. And guess what? One day. When? Can't control that. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for that. I saw this on our uh, show notes. Do we really have a hobby? Do we really have yeah,
1: a Yeah. You like to fish, and you like to read, hmm. and you like to walk.
0: I'm trying to walk more, yes. Yeah. Um,
1: I think your struggle with this is that you have fallen into the trap that men's hobbies are hunting and Mm. being outdoorsy and
0: working on cars yeah i
1: don't and some guys love that okay and good on them as i say so
0: here's my thing i don't work on cars no i'm not interested in cars i don't go to car shows it's a car you put gas in it and it runs i understand it i don't collect tools i'm not a mr fix it
1: we have a drill that's about the only tool we own hammer,
0: so, right, screwdrivers, right. there we go. What Dr. Dunch was to people, I am to like fix-it projects, okay? And for those of you who've watched the Dr. Death series, oh, you'll, my word. you will get that, okay? I just, that's not me.
1: And that's okay, but it is okay that that is for other people. Right. But your hobbies are things that help you to relax, and that's why it's a hobby. And then
0: I like to read, love to read. Uh. I do like to fish. I like to go out to the lake. I like to go out to the pond. Mhm. Uh, I like to eat. Is that a hobby? Sure. okay. Uh, and then uh, I don't know, I think that's about I mean, I think I'm a pretty simple Is there guy. Else I can help with? So that was Siri. I guess she heard something that <laughs> popped up. I don't know I don't understand. So okay, so I don't know what's going on there, but we'll just leave that in there. Some of your hobbies.
1: I like gardening, I like reading, Wait! don't make fun of me, I like gardening and I just I pray that questions? there's
0: the, water and the pl- sunshine. Do the plants that you garden like that you garden?
1: You know what? I'm going to defend myself and take a picture <laughs> of a plant that I've ignored so well that it's growing. So there you go. Um I do. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I like being outside. It helps me to process things. It gives me time. I love – I used to love running, but, you know, nearly 50, so it's a little harder to do that. So I do like going for a walk with you. That's a good thing to do, and it gets us outside.
0: Can I say another hobby of yours? Sure. Chocolate is a hobby.
1: It is. I take my chocolate seriously. Okay. Yeah. I like. Did I say I like to read? I do like to read. Yeah.
0: She also. The girl loves a good murder documentary. I do.
1: Gosh, I can't believe we're admitting that. (laughs) I will binge watch a documentary about murder. She'll say this.
0: She'll say, "Y'all, this is what she'll say." B, we guys find us to watch something where people die. I was like, "Baby, don't say it like that." Why? Well, that's not just. (laughs)
1: I am who I am serial
0: killer, yeah.
1: well, no, let's not go that far, but yeah, but no i I'm not I have friends who I'm in awe of them because they can sew and they can draw and do all these things, and that just doesn't appeal to me. I love the result of their work, I think it's beautiful and I think it's talented. I do not get it. My poor grandma tried to teach me to knit. She finally broke down and gave me $100 and said, go buy some clothes. So it's just, it's figuring out if it doesn't give you peace, it's not your hobby.
0: And don't feel this pressure to do certain things because you think that that's a, that that's a stereotype. I don't feel pressure to learn to work on cars. I don't feel pressure to um like go hunting now if that's your gig go do it yeah but i don't feel that it makes me less of a man
1: you did go through a season though where you have to admit to yourself you would accuse yourself of wasting time with your hobbies and i had to challenge you on that that if it gives you rest it gives your mind rest like
0: like even to this day i feel guilty watching TV.
1: Well, if you're doing it in excess and avoiding, if it's an avoidance instead of, like, something to check out for a little while, then maybe there is a problem.
0: But I'd rather read a book. And sure. I feel like, and then here's the thing. People say, do you read fiction? I don't like fiction. I like nonfiction. And, and then I get challenged on that. Like, why don't you read more fiction? Well, I'll probably read one or two fiction books a year just to give my brain a break. But even while I'm reading fiction, I will feel guilty that I'm reading fiction.
1: No, it's good for you.
0: Because I'm not improving myself.
1: Yeah, but fiction and nonfiction both have value.
0: Dr. Pryor would agree. Dr. I, Farence, Farence I, Pryor I.: yes.
1: agree. I guess the point is this. If we all had the exact same hobbies, how boring would this world be? So there you go.
0: Be a lot more people in Barnes and Noble. Just saying. <laughs> Vacations,
1: adventures.
0: We've had some. We've had some. So, in our 28 years of marriage, we have been to England, mm-hmm. Scotland, Switzerland. Oh my word, y'all! Switzerland.
1: Oh, I left a part part of my heart yes, there. Yes,
0: I did too. Uh, Turkey. Hmm. Thanks, to, but no. So. <laughs> seven churches of the revelation that
1: was really cool yeah we we'll share it. about that one day
0: uh greece
1: that's where we're gonna stay for a minute let's talk about greece you want to talk about greece yeah let's talk about that
0: um loved uh, it pa- when we worked for the seminary one of the perks is that we'd get to go on these different trips around the world and so we got to go to greece mm-hmm. okay uh so it's, it was part of our seminary uh employment is wonderful you we got to go to mars hill where paul preached and uh got to see the parthenon and uh, it was beautiful it was was amazing the site of the first
1: olympics
0: yes and there's the nike swish right there Mm -hmm. it was hysterical so but i want to just you and my old buddy jeff aldersh
1: yes
0: who is now a seminary professor at new orleans seminary of like Old Testament and Hebrew, mm-hmm. y'all did me dirty. No, we did. Yes, you did. on Okay, the flight, well, we
1: kind of did.
0: On the flight over mm-hmm. from Atlanta to Athens.
1: It's a long flight.
0: I fell asleep.
1: Which was rude.
0: Okay, how really. is No,
1: it's 15 hours. Well, it was rude because we couldn't sleep, which we didn't figure out until partway through the flight. So...
0: What did y'all do to me?
1: Well, what did you give Jeff? Jeff asked for my lipstick, and what did and Jeff you do with slept it? through this This is what a Jeff took me. a quarter
0: and painted the edges of that quarter with a with lipstick. Uh-huh. what did he do with that quarter?
1: He drew a smiley face on your bald head.
0: <laughs>
1: you had no idea.
0: I wake up and everybody's just smiling at me.
1: The whole plane y'all is. You didn't tell cracking me for like up. an hour or two. Nope, we didn't. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sheer entertainment. So, were y'all yeah. that bored? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so.
1: Best waste of lipstick ever.
0: <laughs> we were in Greece uh, on this tour and they take us to a restaurant that kind of overlooks a lake.
1: It was our last night. It was a four-star well, restaurant. This is a, different,
0: this is a different story.
1: Oh, okay. All right. We'll come back to that.
0: And this overlooks this lake, and they bring it out. And oh, you, gosh. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Ooh. you didn't get to order. And they brought out a whole fish that had a head and its eyes. Eyes at staring at me. Kayla looks at no. me. She goes, I can't eat this. Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: You remember that? Yes. I don't eat things that are looking at me. What? Well, <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Give me a second to recover. <laughs> but I offended the chef.
1: That's a whole nother subject. This was a massive no! fish on a plate, and the chef came out to inquire as to what my issue was with his food. He was personally offended. Okay. So I cannot ever go back to that restaurant. So
0: b- before we get to the main story. There was another day we're in Greece, and we're walking through the Parthenon. We're walking through these ruins. We're in downtown. And then we
1: Athens. had some free time, and some of us wanted to go visit the Olympic Stadium. Okay. For, they had just had the Olympics yes. in Greece. And so
0: we had to take a subway to go to downtown Greece. Yeah. Me and you and probably four or five others. Jeff mm-hmm. was with us, uh, a seminary professor. A couple of professors were with, with us. With us. <laughs> and uh we come up this escalator to the Olympic stadium, right next to the Olympic stadium. You
1: all bumper card into each other. In
0: Athens, Greece, right next to it, was a Kentucky fried chicken. All six of us ran to that thing like it was the land of milk and honey.
1: But guess what? It did not taste it like It did our not taste like KFC. our KFC.
0: <laughs> it was still good. Were we'd eaten fish. We'd eaten healthy, and I remember Jeff ordered, and Jeff said, "I got to <laughs> get some grease in my system." I've never forgotten that. That was so good. Oh. Oh, then finally, our final night there, we're at a five-star hotel. We probably had thirty or forty people in our group, and we're at this beautiful restaurant. And mm-hmm. uh, part of the crew uh, included seminary trustees, and professors, and staff, and students, and we're sitting there, and this entertainment rolls out. It's these Greek dancers, and they start, and these this band starts playing, and they start doing a Greek dance. Well, I'd gotten to know this trustee, Doctor James, and his wife Marjorie, really well. We, we
1: had, had a great time on this. Had trip a great with time. Them. Oh, they yeah. were, they're
0: wonderful friends to this day. So I looked at John. I said, "Let's go dance." He looked at me and he says, "You serious?" with yeah. ya?" and there were individual roses on the table he and i each put a rose in our mouths and went out there and we tried to copy that greek dance the whole crowd was ho- clapping, clapping laughing unknown to us the flight crew for our flight home mm-hmm. the next day
1: was in that restaurant was in
0: that restaurant watching us do this dance and they were in
1: it i mean they were clapping cheering laughing so fast forward to the next day
0: we get on the plane and the crew recognizes us now dr J- now um john and marjorie were like in business class
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're like in coach
1: well we were yeah What happened? mr charming here well, i all i did was dance that's all you did that's all i did the crew comes back to Brian and says, "We have an extra seat in first class, and it would be our honor if you would be our guest."
0: His, I, I asked you, would it be okay if I went up there and sat? And what did you say?
1: I did say you should go, okay. but truthfully, did I
0: not send you back a pillow and a
1: blanket? He felt okay. No, here's the truth. He felt so guilty for sending. I mean, for going up there, that he sent back a pillow, he sent back a blanket, (laughs) you sent back these little eyeglasses, sleep glasses, and yeah, and the flight attendant was so cute. She would bring it back piece by piece. Brian wanted you to have this. He wants you to have this too, but. It was great, but I have not forgotten how quick you bolted out of that seat when they offered you first class. It was a long flight,
0: (laughs) and I got a wide (laughs) hiney. I'm going up there where it's comfortable. So, hey, travel with us. You never know what might happen. There's that. Hey, uh, you can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots Podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Or you can contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Or on Facebook, just search for Peas and Carrots Podcast.
0: All God's people said,
1: Opa! Opa!
0: For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.